Welcome to It's Your World and I'm Just Living in It by yours truly, Shayla Vogel. In these episodes, I will discuss grief, loss, losing my brother, being a farm wife, motherhood, and my faith. I will also have many surprise guests. I hope all of my listeners will take something back from each episode and know you aren't alone. I appreciate every single one of you. Holy cow. I can't believe that it's the second episode of my podcast. I am so excited to be here and all of my listeners are amazing. I had so many people that reached out to me and that listened and had downloaded and all of that. It was amazing to see all the support. It truly was. And in this episode, I want to talk about my faith after Tyler. At the beginning, I was in so much denial. I couldn't even talk or think about church or God without getting upset. I truly couldn't. I hated him for putting me through so much. I was managing my depression with the help of a healthcare provider five or six years after Tyler passed. But I didn't realize how much I needed someone to help me right after he passed. After Tyler passed, everything changed. My whole world flipped upside down. I went from having a complete family to a piece of us missing. And I really needed God in those moments, but I was just so angry that I didn't know how to accept that he he put me through those things but now looking you know looking back i it wasn't that it wasn't that he didn't put me through anything he just needed him more than we needed him and that is a very harsh harsh reality and i think there's just a few things i want to say about watching my mom kind of go through um you know, the denial stage and missing Tyler. And there's just a few like little things that I noticed. And one of them was the way that she cleaned. And I know you're all thinking, wow, like the way your mom cleaned. And it's true. Like my mom was very, very clean. She cleaned a lot. She did those awful dusting, vacuuming. And you know, taking the toothbrush to the floor kind of a thing. But after Tyler passed, she kind of had this, like, what is life attitude. And there were times where, you know, she kind of just removed herself and maybe wasn't all the way present. And I remember there were times where dad was working and I would be like, where is my mom? Like, I'm here all alone at the house, but if anybody's been at my house, you know, all my high school friends have obviously been there, but from our window from the kitchen, so that's towards the back of our house, and Tyler's actually buried in a lot in the, in the cemetery that you can see from our house, (laughs) which is absolutely crazy and I know someday my parents are going to retire and they're going to want to buy a house somewhere in Arizona or Florida or somewhere warm and 
and just stay there after retirement. But I hope they never sell that house. I hope that it's willed somewhere. <laughs> and I get it because when you look at that back window of our house where a lot of memories were at with Tyler, you can see his grave. And that's super special. So, but there were times where dad was working and mom was just laying up with Tyler at his grave. I felt like that's where she felt most comfortable. But sometimes, like, her cries weren't cries I've ever heard from her before. She would hide her pain to my face, but at night in her room or in the shower, she really mourned her son. And with me talking about faith in this episode, I don't really think mom acknowledged the faith that she had and that she grew with marrying my dad because she never really talked about it after Tyler passed. Not, not at least for the first year. And I think she was in just as much denial as I was. But just like the pain at night that she would, that she would cry for him. And I felt like at night things were worse to me. And the need and want for her, for, for Tyler was maxed. I remember one time dad was holding her up and asking God to give him the, you know, her pain. And I remember mom being so scared for me to leave the house and that made me scared. I mean, the protection that she had over me during that time was profound. She just didn't want me to leave her sight. She wanted me at home in my bed, just, you know, like she just wanted me there all the time. And that was, I mean, at the time it was overwhelming. But I think I became scared for myself. I became, I became scared to drive or to be out super late, you know, in the dark on the roads. And especially when it was icy, I don't think I ever went anywhere <laughs> in the winter after he passed. But I think my parents really masked the pain that they were feeling. But I could feel the stress and the hurt all around me. And my parents masked that pain with materialistic things. They, they truly bought my happiness. And looking back now, they, they definitely weren't helping. <laughs> but I'm sure they're listening to this and thinking, holy cow, like we definitely did. We definitely did do those things. And my faith really grew after college. God became my saving grace. The Bible taught me so much about death and that God has a plan. I started to journal every time after church. I wrote about what I had learned after every sermon. And there's something I kind of want to share with you. It's a journal entry that I had back then and I came across it a couple years ago. 
But I kind of wanted to read one of the things I wrote. And it says, how will I know when it is my time to go to heaven? Reading that 12 years later or 10 years later gave me chills. Because there are so many things and so many times that ending my life meant that's one step closer to seeing and hugging Tyler again. And people don't talk about suicide. They say how selfish it is, how can someone leave their family, but in some moments it was easy to go there. Knowing Tyler would be waiting for me, God became my saving grace. He taught me to keep living for Tyler. Tyler never got to graduate college, get married, have babies, get his dream job. Tyler taught me to do all those things. God taught me to do all those things. They both were there for me when I didn't know it. My faith for Tyler and after Tyler is simple. Love God. Worship God. Give this life a chance because over the past seven years, God has truly blessed me. My life and the people that surround me are what I keep living for. I'm glad I chose to stay. I'm glad I chose to be with my mom and dad, to have my son, to have my daughter, and to truly fall in love. And that's something I always thank God for, is for changing my mind. And I kind of stumbled across someone, and I might butcher her name, so I apologize in advance, but I came across... Hannah Neeleman. She had said something while well, she was doing the whole Miss America thing and she said something, a question she was actually asked was, what's the most empowering thing you've done? And she said she had done it seven times. And she has seven kids and that was something empowering to her to hold her babies to bring to bring souls into this world and i think about my mom i think about my mom in those words because it was empowering for me to bring balen to this earth it was empowering for me to bring bria to this earth and something about holding your baby after you go through so much pain and the love that you feel when you hold your baby is something empowering. And I'm sure that when my mom held Tyler, it was something overwhelming because he is so special. And losing him was probably really hard for her very hard for her and I'm and I know now that God was with her because she needed to be there for me she needed to stay here for me and my siblings and my dad I truly don't think we would have made it to today without my mom and I said previously that God is my saving grace which he is, but my mom is also my saving grace. 
I am strong because of her. I know I'm worthy because of her. And I know that I can always look to her and to God when things aren't going great. And when I fall back into that depression, which I do time to time, and I know a lot of my listeners know me personally, <laughs> and they say how happy I am, that I thrive, that I, that I smile all the time, and I'm present, and which I am, I, I very am present, but I'm, I fall into those depression times, and I, and I can't seem to dig myself out, but I just look around me, and those are the things. Those are the people that I need to pull through for. And everyone around me, everyone that I have in my life has some kind of Christian background. And that is something to be thankful for. Because when I'm going through a tough time, I know that I, I can pick up the phone and call any of the people on my phone and they will tell me something that I need to hear. So everyone that's listening today, I hope you surround yourself with faith and love and God and people that can pick you up. And I work at Charter West Bank in West Point, and I said in my last episode that I've been there for five years, and that is definitely a family that I can fall back on. And to talk about things with and to open up with and they are all very faith driven all of my coworkers have and and are in the church actively so i know i can always go to them and talk to them about things and somebody that i work really close with she just had uh, her daughter was just in a very severe car accident a year ago or so, and just that phone call that I got from her was so overwhelming. And just to hear her pain about not knowing the outcome of her daughter that was in a car accident, and me hearing those words took me right back to Tyler. And I just thought to myself, I cannot think, I cannot breathe without her telling me that her daughter was okay. Because I don't know if I could handle somebody going through that pain that my mom went through. And looking back on it, I remember falling to my knees again when my coworker called me about her daughter and just saying to her, is she alive? Is she okay? What was she doing? You know, where were her friends at? You know, like all those things were coming back to me and I just wanted to hold my coworker. I just wanted to tell her that everything was going to be okay. But in reality, I didn't know. I didn't know because at the time when she called me, her daughter was about to go into a major surgery and 
if anybody knows major surgeries like that, you don't know if they're going to come out of it. And her daughter had a severe back injury. And I was just thinking to myself, like, all of the, all of the worst things, because that's where your mind goes when something bad happens to you. But now that she's okay and she's walking and she's talking and she can dance again and do all the things that she loves to do, I knew that God was there for them. Like God was there for me. And at the time I didn't know that, but I know that he is here for all of us. He truly is. He has our best interest at heart. And... I'm thankful that I have all these people around me and I know some people don't have all those, you know, all these people around them to keep them going and to, and to keep their faith going. But I know I do and I'm so happy to share all of these things with you, all of these things that I've gone through. And another point I kind of had here that I wanted to touch on was not seeing Tyler again. And I think that's been super tough for me because Tyler was always there. If I needed to call him, he would answer. If I needed him to come home, he would come home. Anything that I needed, Tyler would be there. And that just stopped. I just had so much thankfulness around him being there for me that I didn't know what it was like to be without him. And I was definitely without him. I felt that. And I don't have a lot of friends that have experienced loss, but my next episode, I'm going to have a surprise guest, and she's experienced loss. And I don't really want to touch a lot on that because I want that to be a surprise and I want that to be something special but her and I have been through a lot together and it's something that I want to share with all of you but she has definitely been through loss she has grieved she has loved she has loved something that is not here anymore so I've definitely been around some people that have been through loss and if any of you have been through or know people that have been through a lot and been through loss you know that it's you don't ever know what to say you don't ever know how to act around them you don't want to say the wrong thing do the wrong thing but now that I'm older and wiser saying something is better than not saying something. If you have a Bible verse, if you have something positive to say, make sure you tell that person that you're there for them. Because you never know when it's their last, your last. And I know in a bunch of my Facebook posts, Instagram posts, whatever posts I put out there, I always say at the end of each one, hug the people that you love one more time. Don't miss that opportunity. 
because I wish I could have hugged my brother one more time.